0: That's so on brand for you. So on brand. Yep, very on brand. Hey everyone, welcome to the That's So On Brand podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Mann. I'm a graphic designer and business coach, and I am endlessly fascinated by other people's passions. It's our passions that make us unique, relatable, and people that others want to work with and get to know. I'm on a mission to get people thinking about their story and how their life experiences have molded them into the entrepreneur, athlete, or professional that they are today. You may not be for everyone, but you are most definitely a person that someone out there needs right now. So join me every Wednesday to hear from aspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners and see just how unique, authentic, and inspiring each person's journey is. So let's get into it. Welcome everyone back to that So On Brand. I have Tracy here today. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Kristen. It's good to connect with you again. I know. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm so, so happy you're here. So tell my audience who you are and what you do.
1: All right. So I'm Tracy, uh, Tracy Townsend, and I have an online uh, fitness and nutrition uh, coaching and it's called fitness with Tracy and, um, I specialize really in helping women over 50. Um, I am over 50 myself. And I think that women over 50 are special and we have special needs and I'm all about helping us, you know, move forward and accomplish our fitness and nutrition goals.
0: Yeah. And I remember when we worked together on your logo, I said this, but my mom actually didn't get into fitness until she was, I don't know, 54 or something. Right. So it's, there's a lot of women at that age who, even if they have been in the fitness world before they're getting back into it, or they're probably scared to, they feel like they're too old, all that stuff. So I think that what you do is super important and very cool.
1: Well, thanks. And, you, and you're right. And the thing about it is, um, you know, your mom getting back into fitness at 54, you know, you're never too old to to do fitness. In fact, that's one thing that I say, if you think you're too old or too out of shape, or even too busy, let's take a look and let's see how we can make fitness, nutrition a part of your lifestyle, because um, it's
0: never too late. I love that. It's yep. never too late to start. You just need to do little, little actions, sustainable habits. I'm sure we'll talk a lot more about that as we yeah, go. for sure. So I always ask my guests about their business name and what the logo process was like for them. And lucky me, I got to work with you on the logo process. Yeah. So I know a lot about that. Um, but when you were starting your business, what were you thinking about when you were naming the business and why did you go with fitness with Tracy? I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, but I think a lot of people struggle with names, right? That's like a, a big thing.
1: Oh yeah. No. So I struggled as well. And, you know, you go back and forth and you really want to capture the essence of, you know, what you want, like the takeaways you want people to have about you and your programs and your business. And so fitness Fitness with Tracy actually came along. Um, My husband helped me with that name, believe it or not. I love it. Uh, we We were trying to think of a name. And you go back and forth, Kristen. And I know, you know, with logo and branding, you know, a lot of people say, well, you should include your name in your brand or, you know, something like that. So I knew that I wanted my name in it, Tracy. And we went back and forth. And my husband finally said, why not Fitness with Tracy? Because fitness sort of incorporates many different pieces, right? Um, Fitness includes nutrition, fitness includes movement, fitness includes, you know, working out. And so we went with fitness with Tracy and that's how it was born. (laughs) So it was with the help of my hubby. That's how um, I really came up with my name.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And I always tell people in the beginning, like, don't focus on the name so much especially if you're a solo business owner um, and you're doing this on your own and you're the person that everyone's going to be interacting with because yeah having your name in there is the most important thing I mean my business name is literally Kristen Mann Design (laughs) right right can't get as obvious and as simple as that and I'm doing just fine so I think that you had a a really good instinct or at least your your husband did (laughs) Um, Thank goodness for him. <laughs> I know. The people around us are so much more helpful than they even realize they are sometimes.
1: Totally agree with you. I mean, he has helped me a lot and, and so has my daughter. So definitely when you have people supporting you and encouraging you, it makes a difference.
0: Absolutely. And they see things about us that we can't necessarily see about ourselves. Like some of the questions that I'm going to ask you later, I'm sure that your husband or other people in your family or your friends could answer those questions super quick because yep. they're seeing yep. you from the outside, whereas mm. we're trying to answer the questions and we're like, I don't know. It's don't hard know. to do it yourself because you're it not. It is hard yourself. to do
1: it, and it's challenging to to talk about yourself sometimes too, right? It's uh, you're like, no, but if you ask someone else, you're right. Someone else can easily answer questions about ourselves, but. Um, Hopefully, I will be able to answer the question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You will. You will. No worries. So, in the branding process, when we were working together, Mm -hmm. um, I know the answer to this question, but I want you to talk a little bit about it to everyone who's listening. What was important for you um, to get across in the the logo for your business? Because you have a very specific audience. So, what were you thinking about in terms of the logo?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um right, so we worked together and it was so funny when 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 I first reached out to you. I remember because I had a, a previous logo and it just wasn't working with me anymore. Like I, it wasn't resonating with me, it wasn't vibing with me, and so I wanted something different. And I recently decided that you know, I recently identified my niche, right? I recently thought, this is it. Like I'm 56 years old. And I said, I know women 50 and over. Like I can relate to them. Um, and all there is about being 50 and over and being a woman. So totally. anyway, I wanted my logo to resonate with women, mm-hmm. and I felt like my logo needed to be like, it, it needed to represent like accessibility, right? Because yes. so often fitness seems like it's unattainable and it's not. And fitness looks different for each person. And mm-hmm. so I wanted my logo to represent accessibility. I wanted it to feel welcoming. mm mm-hmm. And I wanted it to, and I think I remember talking to you about this, I wanted it to feel strong yet delicate, you know what I mean, and um, also a little bit honest and yet vulnerable at the same time, so I know that's a lot. But I think that like when we worked together and we went back and forth and back and forth and I was like, yep, that's it. Like like <laughs> those two. It was two different fonts. OK, here yep. I go talking about the fonts. Right. It was two different fonts. And I was like, yeah, that's good. And I even remember when you were sending some items back to me, some designs back to me and you were u- using the term. I think you used the term strong for one font or maybe it was bold for strong and bold probably strong and bold yeah and so um and that's exactly what I wanted I wanted strong yet delicate at the same time and I think that's what we came up with
0: yeah I think we definitely achieved that and I think it's it's hard you said that there's so much there that you wanted to accomplish but you can accomplish those things very simply I mean, like you said, we paired two different fonts together. We have like what we call Serif font, if you want to get fancy. And then your name in the font is a script font. So there is that human vulnerable aspect mm-hmm. to it. So we were getting both sides of it and it's still legible. I mean, people mm-hmm. struggle to read scripts sometimes. So I think we went through like 20 different script fonts being like, is this it? Is this yep. the one? Is this mm-hmm. the one? It just takes some time. Um, but it was such a fun process and I yeah. love where we ended up. And we definitely, I think we kind of knew what the mark was going to look like at the end, but yeah. the thing that we were struggling and going back and forth on were the color choices, which right. I find to be either like the most obvious and easy part of the logo process, or for some people it's so difficult, mm-hmm. but I love the the pink and green and like the, the gray, black, um, color palette that we came up with.
1: Yeah, I did too. No, it was, and to get to that process of selecting the colors and even the fonts, I remember you telling me, you know, focus on the fonts that you like, because initially you provided a lot of different fonts, focus on the color palettes that you like. You provide a lot of different color palettes. So we just narrowed it down, narrowed it down. And um, that's how we came up with it. So yep. Love the pink and green. Love the fonts. And it's perfect for me, I think.
0: Awesome. Yeah. I I almost forgot that it was a rebrand because your first logo had the main icon was an apple. And I think that at the, in the beginning, we were like, well you do nutrition stuff, but you also do fitness stuff. So we want to make sure it's a a balance or it's, it's encompassing everything that you do.
1: Exactly. And I think that's one of the reasons why um, I want it because I also remember sharing. Yes. And I think I just want a logo that says fitness fitness, just the words, just the words. Um, now we also have the other, um, logo with the, like the muscle, right? Everybody likes muscle, So (laughs) we had to add that in there, (laughs) you know, I wanted that. So, um, but it still is like a sophisticated muscle, if you will. Right. Like, uh, again, still that strong yet feminine muscle. So anyway, it worked out well.
0: Absolutely. I think it did, too. So I'm really interested in hearing about what led you to go down this path, because I know you you've been in education for a while. So what what brought you here?
1: Right, exactly. I um I have been in education for a while. In fact, just retired after 33 years in K-12 public education. So incredible. I, oh I, I know, right? Time flies by, just for those of you who are listening, uh, <laughs> time flies. So it's hard to believe I did 33 years. But even while I was um Teaching, I was a teacher and I was a school-based administrator um, and then a central office-based administrator. Even during that time, I was still into fitness um, for myself, right? I knew that fitness was important to me. And so I've always been into it off and on, really off and on. And it wasn't until I was, I was, it was the winter. I remember my birthday is in July, and it was the winter before I was turning 50. Uh, And I said, you know what? I said, it's time for me to get serious. Um, It's time for me to stop doing the starting and stopping when it comes to working out.
0: mm
1: -hmm. And I'm I'm ready for this. And at the same time, that's when I felt like, and I can help others. Mm -hmm. Like, I can do this. And uh, so I really, really just said, this is, this is for me, you know, I was still teaching and, and be, and I was a principal at a middle school. And like I said, I was working out for myself. And then I just decided to start sharing with others. I just to mm-hmm. start, started to sh- um, share information, um, you know, and just really encourage people to work out. Specifically, educators because, and I know everyone does this, but like educators are so busy with the kids, oh, and yeah. they take the kids home with them in the evening—not literally, but you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. mentally. Yeah. Right, exactly, and it's it really is like twenty-four hours. Like they take it home, and then not and then they're doing work at home and grading papers, da da da. So I just really wanted people to start taking their health and their fitness seriously. Um, And that's kind of how I gradually got into it. And Mm -hmm. then finally, Kristen, I guess it was April of 2021. So last year I launched Fitness with Tracy. And um, now I am able to really spend like 10% of my time on my business since I am now retired.
0: Amazing. and I feel like some of the best businesses or, I don't know, a lot of the people that I've come in contact with, they've gotten into business because they just naturally started doing what they're doing mm-hmm. and didn't realize that they could get paid for it or never thought about getting paid for it. And it just kind of fell into their lap and they're like, oh, I've been doing this. Mm-hmm. I can actually help other people do what I do and get to where I am. I can't believe I can do this. Like it it just doesn't occur to people. So I think that's really, really cool that it just kind of happened for you that way.
1: Yeah. And and when you can, and oh, this sounds such like a cliche. Oh my goodness. But it's serious. When you can follow your passion and just enjoy yourself, I mean, that is huge. And you know, and I was passionate as an educator. And I have this other passion around fitness that I really, really enjoy. Right. And um, it's different. It's a different type of passion.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's never too late. Like you said, mm-hmm. it's never too late to try something new. Like, why mm-hmm. not? why not why not you know
1: do and and i'm at a point in my life where i can kind of do what i want to do it's like this is what i really want to do and i'm doing it like moving forward in the fitness and nutrition uh, arena so i'm excited about it
0: that's awesome i recently started to do the pre- precision nutrition course for nutrition as well yes. i've actually i've taken i'm pausing for a little bit as i'm moving because there's just so much going on um, and I want to be able to focus on it. But Mm -hmm. I'm in a similar place where I'm like, I don't want to like stop what I'm doing by any means. Mm -hmm. Like I love design. I love branding. I love all that stuff, but I just have this other passion that I want to follow. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet, but I want to try it out. Like, why not?
1: That's great. I think you should go for it. I mean, who knows what you can do with branding and nutrition. I have never heard of the combination before, but (laughs) you could be the first to put it together. I mean, there are so many things out there, right? So many possibilities. So go for it. That's a good point. And precision nutrition is a great course. I loved it.
0: I'm really enjoying it a lot. Out of all the ones that I was doing research on, Mm -hmm. literally every single person was like, no, you have to do PN. PN is the absolute best. Yeah. It is.
1: I love the way Precision Nutrition focuses on coaching mm-hmm. um, because yep. coaching is really interesting, right? It's, it's really about learning the person that you're helping, and much like you're doing in branding, right? Learning what the person wants, what the person needs, and helping that person come to those conclusions and answers themselves, right? Not necessarily telling them what to do
0: because
1: you can't like health and fitness, right? I can't work out for you. I can't make your nutritional decisions but you can. So let's work together to determine where you are to make the best nutritional change Mm-hmm. Right now, that will fit your lifestyle, right? It's not about going out and and doing like a total change, but it's about right. like, like you said earlier, what little action steps can you take that will help move you closer to the change that you want to
0: see. So, right, and we're all individuals. We all have. They talk about this in the course a lot, but we all have different experiences and jobs and daily life and bodies and issues with our bodies. Like there's just so yeah. many things. So yeah, they, they do a really, really good job. So speaking of coaching and fitness and nutrition and all that kind of stuff, what, what is a pet peeve that you have about your industry? I feel like we could talk about so many. <laughs> uh,
1: no, 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 you're right. Oh um, no, that's a good question. I think, um, a- I think, oh God, there's so many. I know, right? Do I have to narrow it down to
0: one? Let's you see. can you can talk to, about a couple. That's fine.
1: <laughs> I think one is um around fitness and nutrition, like that aspect of being perfect. Mm-hmm. Um and being perfect is one, right? And fitness and nutrition in one uh, fitness and nutrition happening one way for everybody being yep. something else, right? So Let's talk about perfection first, like it's not about being perfect at all, um, because what the heck is perfect anyway, I don't know. So it really is about making those changes, as I said before, that fit your current lifestyle and implementing those changes one at a time. Or guess what? If you can handle it, okay, we can do two and three at a time. Mm -hmm. But it's not about that total change. And it's not about being 100% perfect because nobody is 100% perfect. And when you aim for that perfection, um, it stops you in your tracks. Like you can't move forward when you're consistently trying to be perfect. And so, um, you know, when you're thinking about your nutrition and, you know, go enjoy the Saturday evening dinner with your girlfriends for heaven's sake. And don't worry about counting calories and all of that. Now, if you have a goal, then you take that into consideration. Hey, I'm going out with my girlfriends on Saturday and I'm gonna enjoy myself. And I'm gonna hop back on Sunday onto my program or onto the actions that I'm taking to to move towards my goal. But it's not about being perfect, it's about having a life, while at the same time moving towards your goals. So I think perfection is something that um, pops up all the time, and we're oh, yeah. trying to be perfect in fitness and nutrition. And then also just, um, you know, having that mindset that one size fits all, and it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I think um, we definitely need to take that into consideration when you're coaching and when you're working with individuals. You can be working with 10 different individuals. They're, hence their name, individuals. They all are different. They all have different goals. They all have different situations. And coaching is really about dealing with that. So I think perfection and one size fits all, we've got to get rid of that, you know, when it comes to yeah. business and nutrition.
0: Perfection, in any industry too. like, I've run into that with branding as well. I remember, like giving a brand guide to someone and they were like, this is so overwhelming. How am I going to use all this? And I'm like, start with one thing, start with just integrating the colors and just do that for a while. And then after a while, once you get comfortable with that and you build your templates with that, then maybe add in some of these fonts, then maybe try some of this thing and then this, and you just have to break it down because I think it's, I think it's PN actually, I forget the actual like data point they said, but they're like, even if you put in like 25% more effort or make 25% more changes, you're still going to make change. <laughs> like, Absolutely. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be a hundred percent. It can be 25, 50, 75%. You're still yeah. in going in that direction. And that's what we all tend to forget.
1: Yeah, no. And you're right. And I think the other thing is speaking of like putting in 25% to, to make that change in the right direction, you know, social media is amazing.
0: <laughs> and, and <simple. laughs> it's,
1: it's, it's It's amazing. I mean, it allows us to meet other people it allows us to run and share our business um and it also allows us to um you know have this false sense of reality and when it comes to fitness and nutrition i think that happens to so many of us because you're looking at these workouts that people put on um social media right and you're looking at these people with these very good looking bodies, you know, and you're like, wow, I don't look like that, you know, (laughs) and you don't have to look like that. And you don't have to be able to do those workouts. And I think that's why I wanted to specifically work with women over 50. Listen, I'm not putting any limitations on us because we are powerful and strong. and can do anything we want. And I want to be accessible for that woman over 50 who may not have worked out in 10 years, right? Or who may not believe that she can deadlift, right? I can show you how to deadlift, you know, whatever the case may be. So, um, yeah, all of that. I think we just have to start where we are. Remember, start where you are and move forward. And your beginning is your beginning. Don't look at anybody else's. And um, with social media, that sometimes interrupts us Mm -hmm. from doing that. So,
0: Yeah, because we see things and we get overwhelmed and we're like, we're not there yet. That's gonna take me so long to get there. I've been looking, I've been packing because I'm moving and I've been looking at old pictures that keep coming up and I keep finding them. And I saw one from my freshman year of college, which was what over probably 12, 13 years ago. And my arms were like sticks. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, I was so tiny. Like. I had no muscle. And now I look at myself and I'm like, I'm like pure muscle. <laughs> like, it <laughs> takes time. It, it takes does. so much time to, to build to where you want to be. But at the same time, like you said, you can still make progress every single day a little bit. You can.
1: Progress. You can make progress. And even, I mean, it's so funny you said that because I was just today, one of those Facebook memories came up. Oh, you yeah. That <laughs> happens, right? <laughs> And it was six years ago, right? When I turned 50, like I said, and um, talk about being thinner. I was thinner when I was 50 Mm -hmm. than I am now. Um, Does that mean that, you know, I I was better when I was thinner or at 50? Not necessarily. There are things I can do now that I couldn't do then. And that's, again, that's really what it's about is um, performance and movement and just staying active right and um knowing that your body is capable of doing so much
0: oh yeah and people don't realize how much they do on a daily basis my mom and dad have been helping me move and they're picking up stuff they're on the ground they're cleaning they're moving and by the end of the day they're like exhausted and then my mom is complaining about how she hasn't been at the gym in a while and she probably <laughs> can't deadlift anymore and i'm like you've been deadlifting all day <laughs> like, I love it. Of course you can deadlift.
1: Like these are,
0: these are skills that you can use every single day.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Totally agree. Totally agree. Picking up your boxes and moving them from one place to another, deadlift, squatting, all of that. She's, she's doing the four functional movements. Yes. Pushing, pulling, squatting, lifting. Yep. All of that.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So I'm really interested. You are like you said, an older woman on Mm -hmm. social media, Mm -hmm. how has that experience been for you? And do you, have you struggled to like share your personal side on social media? Like, how has that been?
1: Yeah, no, that's, it's so funny to hear you say you're an older woman. I'm like, (laughs) let me back up for a second. I'm not that old. No. (laughs) Is <laughs> all? Wrong. I grew up
0: with social media. You didn't grow up with social media.
1: Well, and and that's true. That's true. Um, but with that said, social media has been around for a while, and okay. I've been on it for a while, right? So I think the adjustments. That in fact, it's so funny. I was looking at my my Instagram. And um, I can't remember now, I don't even want to guess, but I looked at it and I said, wow, my account has been around for a long time. Like, I, I, I can't believe I've had an Instagram account for that long. But with that said, there is an entire population of people, whether it's women or men, who are my age and older on Instagram. And, um, I mean, we're out there and we are actively using it. We're actively posting, um, you know, there are some content creators who are just amazing um, 50 and over and I follow them because I'm like, yeah, these are my people. Right. Um, and so it's been fun. Like I've adjusted well to social media, haven't had a problem whatsoever. I enjoy it. Um, and like I said, I just enjoy seeing others and what others can do. And it's motivating. You know, I always say I'm not comparing myself to anybody else, but boy, you can get a lot of ideas
0: from social media. Totally. A lot of inspiration.
1: Yeah. And, you know, as far as sharing on social media, I don't mind sharing a lot. In fact, I think in order for me to reach Those women 50 and over, I think I need to share a little bit about myself. Totally. I need to, you know, let people know that I'm right there with you. I know what you're experiencing. Um, You know, I'm having the same challenges as you, but I'm also celebrating the same things that you're celebrating. Um, Because it's not always about challenges and, and, you know, the hard things, it's also about the great things that are happening when you turn 50 and over. So, um, and celebrating those. So I do have to share a little bit about myself. And like I said, that's okay. Um, you know, I think people are receptive to hearing and whatever I can share to help people move forward. I'm willing to do that.
0: Yeah. So we met or we were connected via Shantae's, um, Instagram intensive, which is Big shout out to to that. That's an yes. amazing course. Amazing. Um, yes. If you haven't taken that course, take it. It's amazing. <laughs> totally agree. And I would, I consider myself someone who's like expert level Instagram and I learned so much. So it's not just for beginners, um, mm-hmm. but what I was going to say is you showed up every session you were asking like awesome questions and I love the content that you put out like I think you do such an amazing job and I as someone who works with people who struggle with Canva and struggle with Instagram and social media in general like I know that it's not easy for some people to jump into that like just the tech stuff the tech and like learning the functionality in itself can be really really hard and overwhelming so you do an absolutely fantastic job of sharing, and I love your reels. You're just so cool. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Kristen. That that makes me happy, and um, I enjoy making them. You know, it's the shows. It's a, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Sometimes it's a struggle because you know you do. We talk about you know the comparison game and stuff like that. You do wonder, okay, who's gonna like this? Will anybody like this? <laughs> and I, you know, I try to, you know, as Shante says, right. Post and move on. Um, And so I try to do that. I try to make it worthwhile to make the content, um, you know, relevant for people and then move on, you know, whether I get one like five likes, 10 likes, whatever, it doesn't matter. Just post and move on. And I know that that post was meaningful for me Mm -hmm. and hopefully others will find it meaningful.
0: Yeah. And I I sent a newsletter out this morning about how I had a reel that got a ton more exposure and like a ton of likes, but it had nothing to do with my business. Like it just was like a fun reel about medication. Yeah. And I didn't get any business from it. Like it, it just yeah. didn't matter, you know? So the goal is never to focus on the likes or the engagement. It's really to focus on like, is this content meaningful to the people? Who are following me that that's really it it doesn't like you said it doesn't matter if it's one five ten people who see it mm-hmm. they are choosing to view your content so yeah it, it has to be memorable to them right and help them yeah
1: and that's that's true hopefully it will be um you know yeah you just do your best and and try to make it relevant and move on so
0: yeah absolutely so what has been one of the biggest struggles in starting your own business so far?
1: I think one of my biggest struggles has been being patient. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I mean by that, Kristen, is that, you know, when you, again, April, 2021, right? So I've been doing this for all of, what is that, 15 months, I guess. Um, and so with that said, I like ex- Expected people to say I want this I want what you have Tracy like this is this I get it um and that doesn't happen as quickly or as often as I want it to right mm-hmm. and so I think that's where the passion comes in um and I think because I again love fitness Um, for myself personally, and I want others to recognize, you don't have to love it. You know what? You don't have to love fitness and nutrition. (laughs) What you do need to do is recognize the impact that it can have on your life, right? So I think that if people begin to recognize the impact that fitness and nutrition has on their life and their lifestyle, um, that's what's important and that always doesn't happen as quickly as I want it to. Mm-hmm. So that's the challenging piece. It really is. I mean, I have ladies who reach out to me, just like you said, and said, I love your content. Oh, that was so meaningful. Like you have great content. It's always, it always reaches me. And I'm like, okay, so what are you doing as a result of it? Right. Um, but you know what? I think next time Kristen, this is good. I think next time I get those comments from folks, I am going to ask them, great, what did this post or what did this content, how did it reach you?
0: How is it going to cause a change in your life? That's what I'm going to ask as a follow-up. It's a great, great follow-up question. Mm-hmm. I love having conversations in the in the DMs and the direct messages for that reason, because- mm-hmm it's not about like trying to convince them to work with you or anything. It's just Mm -hmm. showing them that you're showing interest in in what they're saying. You appreciate that they're engaging with you, but you're also like actively interested in what they have to say and what they're struggling with. And and you're someone who's hearing them and you're, you're showing them that. So then the next time they see your content or the next time something reaches them like that, they're going to think of you and they're going to be like, maybe I should just take that (laughs) chance. You know, it's not, it's rare that like you get a new person who follows you, who likes something, reaches out, starts working with you. Like very, very rare. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's really more about putting content out and repeatedly like, shoving it in people's faces on their feeds like this is what I do this is what I offer here's how you can work with me here's what's going to happen when you work with me all that stuff it's like educating people over and over and over and over again because they're seeing hundreds and thousands of posts every week
1: all the time no and that's right and you mentioned an important phrase educating and that's right right and i think that's important for so like you do a really great job at educating like yeah, i thanks. when you put out your post about canva i'm like okay i'm going to like look at that and see if i can use <laughs> this you know in my camp i told you i need some help with canva um but yeah you do a great job at that i just want you to know and yeah. um it's funny you just mentioned um you know p- putting that education out there and finding out what people need and that's what I'm doing right now. The interesting piece is I love to work out and I love movement and that that strength training part, I'll be honest, much more than the nutritional part. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll just be honest. Yeah. However, what I'm finding is that many folks are really interested in the nutritional piece. And I'm finding that out because I did a little marketing poll, right? And I'm asking folks, hey, if I do a webinar, because in in uh, August, September, I will be putting out a webinar mm-hmm. and I wanted to know what do folks want the most? Do they want more information around nutrition or fitness and working out? And the answer is nutrition is what they want information about. So, so that's interesting to me. That's interesting to me. Um, I'd like to do a follow-up poll question and ask why, like why yeah. nutrition?
0: Yeah, and those are two very broad categories too. So I wonder like what specifically about nutrition people are are wondering about. And that is interesting because I would I would say the majority of your content is fitness. Right. You do put out nutrition for sure. Like I've seen it. I can think of one in my head right now, but it would be interesting for you to reach out directly to people who answer nutrition on your poll and be like mm-hmm why nutrition what do you think what do you need help with I had my friend actually she does nutrition and she had a bunch of topics that she was interested in talking about and I responded to one and she was like I'm not going to do that one because that didn't win but I'm totally interested in like what you need help with and I always appreciate that because I don't know I I love having conversations I think there's no point in being on social media if you're not going to be social and actually talk to people
1: no that's a good point no that's a really good point (laughs) With that, like you said, with that sincerity, right? Yeah. Reaching out to really not, but I, I love that. In fact, that's probably a better idea to reach out to those folks that said nutrition as opposed to putting out a, a whole entire new poll and saying, okay, what is it about nutrition? So that is a great idea that I'm going to take and run with. Thank you.
0: Awesome. Yeah, of course. I love talking through that stuff because people, I, I struggle with that too. I'm like, how do I get actual feedback? And then I'll talk to my friend, they'll be like, try this. And I'm like, oh yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. It's
0: helpful to talk it out for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Agreed.
0: Cool. Well, that's all of my like entrepreneur business owner questions. Now we're gonna get into the interesting questions that we were talking about <laughs> earlier. So Tracy, where 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 have you arrived with the car question? If you were a car, what would you be? <laughs> oh my
1: gosh. If I was a car, this is uh, this is so interesting. I would probably be, so I don't know what type, I don't know like what brand a car, but this is going to be really bad, Chris. I would probably be like a sedan, right? Because I am, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I love to have fun, but I'm also that friend, like I'm the friend that says, okay, so what time are we leaving? What time mm-hmm. are we coming back? What, what are our plans? Should where I, where can I park?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. you know, I'm that friend. I'll have some fun. Like we will go out and have some fun and we will stay on schedule doing it. You know what I'm saying? Totally. <laughs> i'm I'm that person so i don't know what kind of sedan just give me a sedan and i'm a sedan like i am not a convertible that's not me nope mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i'm not um a motorcycle the no, motorcycle is not a car i get it but you know i am someone who is dependable you can mm-hmm. count on and um, not too like,
0: flashy not too
1: flashy <laughs> approachable yep exactly yeah exactly so that's me that's who I am
0: I love that and I also love that you brought up what you're not because I think it's I talk about this with my branding clients a lot I'm like it's easier sometimes to think about what you're not first mm. than what you are and then kind of think backwards because yeah. trying to define one thing that you are or are not that 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 can be really tough it's like the the perfection mindset you know what I mean like yes you, you yes. want to get the exact right answer, but yes, that's, hard to get good. There.
1: that's good. I love that thinking. Yes. Because when you start with what you're not, that does take the pressure off of you. Totally. Yeah, that's good. I like that.
0: I'm glad. <laughs> so <laughs> I love this next question too. When was the last time someone said something like, wow, that's so on brand for you or wow, that's so you or like, this made me think of you. What, what is the, the context of that usually?
1: I, don't know if I have, I don't know if I have an example of that or, or when that happened, I'm not sure. I can share one thing with you that kind of goes back to uh, the logo. When you asked me, what was I looking for in a logo? Yep. I remember when I Um, asked again, did some marketing research. Right. And I asked some folks, when you think of fitness with Tracy, what do you think about? Mm -hmm. And again, so many people responded and said, focused. Mm. And I said, okay, I can, I, when I look at my post, Kristen, I can, I said, yep, I look pretty focused (laughs) in every one of those posts, right. I'm like, okay, I can see why people would say that. And I'm okay with that. I am totally okay with that. Um, and then they also said fierce that came up a few times, which was like really exciting and amazing. And yeah, you're like, really, (laughs) I'm fierce. Um, and so, so it goes back to what we were talking about when we were designing my logo, right? Like, how do you want it? So I think focus and fierce um which by the way is what I named my one-on-one coaching I named Oh my god it, that's so um, funny that's perfect <laughs> Yeah I named it the F3 zone right the yep. F3 zone focus and fears for 50 and over right you got those F3 oh, zones
0: I love alliteration Oh <laughs> my god
1: <laughs> So that was pretty cool um but yeah so I think when you look at the logo my logo uh that you and I created together I think it kind of I think it kind of says focused and fierce
0: yeah and I love the so you have multiple versions of your logo I love the version with the the, the muscle and the bicep yeah. because mm-hmm. for some reason I when I think about you I think of like I think of that muscle like I think of the strength So I was like, that's totally, that's totally Tracy. So that's
1: so exciting. (laughs) Yay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I think that's a good answer. And again, going back to the point that other people from the outside can see, I don't know, they can describe us so much better than, than we can, because it probably takes the pressure off. It's not about them and we don't have to decide that for ourselves, Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just hard to, to see yourself when you are yourself. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Again, no pressure on the outside, but internally you have all that pressure, like, okay, am I presenting myself the way people see me? But, exactly. You know, just present yourself the way you are and go for it.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's a really good way to to put it. And I never actually thought of it that way of the the concept of just like the, the pressure that people mm-hmm. feel. That's exactly mm-hmm. it.
1: That's mm-hmm. exactly
0: it. So along the same lines that we were just talking about tell me a childhood story about you that's very on brand for you or just like what you were like as a kid. I'm always interested because I feel like looking back at us as children tells us so much about how we got to where we are now or the kind of person that we are now.
1: Oh wow. Okay, that's deep, Kristen. That's deep. Okay, <laughs> let's see. Oh, well, so the interesting part is um I have three older brothers. So I'm the wow. youngest of four. So I'm the only girl. And they're like six, seven, and eight years older than I am. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So when you put those pieces together growing up, right? I mean, yeah. we're adults now. So age doesn't matter now. It doesn't matter now. <laughs> yeah. But growing up, I was like a little girl and younger. So I almost. Feel like I was kind of like the only child, right? Yeah, I think it may have been different if I had older sisters, yeah. Um, but for my experience, it was like, okay, so kind of like the only child. Um, and so, yeah, so I think as far as growing up, um, I
0: was a little independent. I was just thinking, like, she was probably super independent. (laughs) I totally see that. (laughs)
1: Yeah, a little independence. So, yeah, Miss Independence. Here I am, and um, so I, I can, and I can see that in myself today. Um, And um, I think that, yeah, even you know, going through my career, um, very focused. There's that. (laughs) There it comes again. very focused as I grew up. Um, I always felt like I, I, I didn't live a lit, um, lead, sorry, lead a very like exciting, like I said, I'm not a convertible, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, I get along so well with others Um, that I think that made the difference like that's where my my outlet my fun was right because I get along with others and so when others have fun I'm right there with you Um, but when I'm by myself I'm like focused and I am serious and you know doing all the work if you
0: yeah yeah hard worker I could totally Mm -hmm. see that when you were younger or throughout your life even did you ever think that you would doing what you're doing now and like going off on your own and like solo missioning this business like was that ever a thought for you you
1: know what never never when I was growing up um never ever ever I always you know I I knew that at some point let me back up for a second yeah I knew that I was going to be a leader of something okay And I didn't know what it was, right? And so um, I guess that ended up, like I said, as an educator, I was, um, even when I was a teacher, I was a teacher leader, right? Did so many things as a teacher um, and then became an administrator and a principal. So definitely, you know, leading in education in, in that way. So then I will tell you though, in the back of my mind, I think even before I turned 50, when I said, you know, 50 was when I said, okay, let's do this. Fitness was always in the back of my mind, right? So I think perhaps I may have wanted to do this, to have my own brand of fitness um, and maybe didn't know it back then, you know? So now it's coming to like reality. So
0: yeah. Coming to fruition. That's so interesting. I talked to a lot of people who are either like, oh, yeah, always wanted my own business growing up, totally was in my head. And then other people who are like, don't know how I got here. (laughs) It it totally runs the gamut. And like, I, I definitely wouldn't put myself in either category. I wasn't like, I want my own business one day. But my uncle growing up had a pizza shop. And so I was always like, oh, that's a possibility. Like, I think I had the confidence to be like, okay, he did it. So it's possible for me if I want to do it, it was never like a part of my plan, but I always find that interesting in other people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, um, no. And at 56, who would know, who would think that I would be starting, (laughs) starting my own business. But like I said, now I'm at the point where I just, and you know, the older you get, well, in general. I mean, everyone they're and in, we're individuals like we talked about, but in general, though, you, you begin to, to get a little more confident and you totally. just kind of do what you want to do. And, um, I think that's where I am right now.
0: Oh yeah. My mom is like classic, big worrier, like mm-hmm. always worrying, always stress about things. But I've noticed since she's turned, I don't even know how old she is now. She's in her low, early sixties. Um, mm-hmm. But she's so much more like, go with the flow. Like, I will figure it out. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to do what I want to do. Yes. And she wasn't always like that. And I love that that's how she is now. So Mm -hmm. I've definitely seen that. True. That is truth right there. One (laughs) hundred percent. Yeah, I love that. Okay, last question. Okay. When I say the funniest thing you've ever witnessed, does anything come to mind? And if not... I'm just interested in like a funny story or like your sense of humor.
1: Oh my gosh, um, I, <laughs> I don't know about the funniest thing. So, just recently, <laughs> a girlfriend of mine celebrated her fiftieth uh, uh, birthday and had a fiftieth birthday party. Right, and so it it was all about
0: sequins. And so Ooh. everybody
1: wore sequins and we were all, you know, cute and
0: everything. Oh, I think one. I remember seeing pictures of that you posted. Yep. Yeah. I did, I did
1: share it. One thing I didn't share is that when I went to go hugger, our sequins got connected and we were literally <laughs> attached at the boobs like like felt and we're standing in the middle of the dance floor like picking at our boobs trying to get t- unattached from each other. I, I, she, she'll be mad if she knows I shared that. But people are like, "Ah, oh, look at you. I mean, we were. It was the funniest thing ever. I mean, we. I haven't. Someone took a picture of us trying to get our boots and, uh, get I'm out of there. Oh somewhere. my
0: god! It's yeah. like one of those things that you just like wouldn't think would happen. <laughs>
1: i going in for a hug. That's it. Going in for a just wanted to say happy
0: birthday, and we got attached at the boobs, so it was kind of funny. <laughs> Note to self: when I wear sequins and someone else is wearing sequins, I will remember that. No <laughs> hugging. Hug them. Side you hugs. Hug them. <laughs> That's well, there. You go.
1: Funniest thing that recently happened to me.
0: I love that. That's a great <laughs> answer. <laughs> Thank you. All right that's, that's all I got. That's all the questions I have, but this has been really fun. And I want to make sure I give you a couple of minutes to just talk about where people can find you and follow you and just promote anything that you want. Yeah. Well, um, thanks. I appreciate that. Um,
1: folks can certainly find me on Instagram, uh, fitness with Tracy. I am there. That's, uh, my primary platform and where I like to share most of my content is on Instagram. And, um, yes, like I said, I do have coming up in August, um, a webinar of, and, Ooh. and it looks like it's going to be around nutrition. So it's really going to be, uh, focused on some of the pieces of nutrition that I help my one-to-one coaching clients with. Awesome. Um, so, uh. I think that uh, yeah. If anyone's interested in that, just check out my Instagram, and I'll be posting information there about that upcoming um, opportunity. And of course, I'm always open for one-on-one coaching.
0: Awesome, amazing. Yes, I highly recommend giving Tracy a follow because, like I said, I love your content, love your reels. You're just like a happy, positive, like warm person. <laughs> I just, I'm so happy that we were connected. Thank it's you. wild. Thank we you. were connected like through social media, essentially. It's just crazy.
1: Through social media. It can be a grand thing and it can be the worst of things sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So I am so glad we connected on the best, uh, the best example through, um, like I said, through Shantae. And- yeah um that uh that course. And we were actually connected because I remember Kristen during one of our sessions on the um intensive, I think either I was on screen saying something or I wrote something in, in the chat and you responded. Oh no, it was in the Facebook group. You helped me out about oh, something yeah. a logo in the Facebook group. And yeah. um yeah, and then ever since then I remember even back then thinking about my logo and saying, I want to change it. And I said, I'm going to reach out to her when I'm ready to do it.
0: And that's exactly what happened. That's amazing. Yeah. I remember that question in the Facebook group because mm-hmm. you were saying something about how your logo didn't resonate and like, what yep. did you think about what should you do? And yep, exactly. Yes. My answer was good. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Yep.
1: It was good. So everyone go to my Instagram and check out my logo and my colors
0: that Kristen created for me. (laughs) Yes. So fun. One of my favorite projects of the year. I love it. That's nice. Thank you. (laughs) Of course. All right. Well, I'll let you go, but thank you so, so much again. Um, This has been really fun. I've always loved connecting with you. Thanks, Kristen. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. All right. Have a good one. I'll talk to you soon.
1: All right. Thanks. Bye-bye.